From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Brian. This is the best beer show on the internet. I didn't have my headphones on there, so yeah, well, here we go. It, re- it really undercuts the whole best beer show thing, doesn't let, it? Let her rip. <laughs> Uh, we we have a full studio yet again. Uh, I'm going to beat you to that punch. Uh, we'll get to that right after the ad reads real quick. Uh, the American Homebrewers Association does a lot to support home brewing and home brewers. Now they support us during the AHA. We'll give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms, as uh, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Click on the referral link above our homepage and join today. I want to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Hoppin' Barrel Brewing, Brian Bryanson, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com slash blindestudios and become a patron today. All right. Uh, in studio, we have the Mikes from Pitchfork, uh, Facino, and Fredrickson. Hello. Hello. Um, they're very hard to tell apart. Yep. Um, they look exactly when you, the same. When it's you crazy. just say Mike, like they both answer. It's very confusing. But we'll figure it out. It'll be good. Um, yeah, uh, fun fact, I believe Pitchfork was the first brewer we ever had on uh, the network uh, eight and a half years ago. That's we, how long uh, it's been since you got... <laughs> 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 what happened, Casey? Uh, what? Why haven't they been back in like eight Oh, no, they have oh, in, okay. in times. So they were just like the first. Oh, got it, got yep. it. Okay. Uh, yeah, Carlos and I stumbled into uh, the brewery. I believe they weren't even open yet, but Mike was, forgot to lock the door. We just finished lunch at Patty's and oh, went over my. like... <laughs> Yeah, and we just never left. Yep, and also in the in the room we've got Mr. Meat Boy himself, Anthony Reams, of course. Sneak up on me like that. We got uh, young Justin Turbeast over here. Hello. Yeah, yes. we left the old one back in 2022, yes. and this is in the past now. So. New Justin, who dis? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So we got a we got a big uh, show for you today. Uh, but first, Brian, what have you been up to, beer related, man? Well, uh, I went to uh, Lucette, and then I went to another brewery. Yep. What was the other one? The other one uh, was not Lucette. <laughs> okay. Right, that was that's. I'm, come, come back to okay. me. Give us a state. <laughs> Give us a state. <laughs> like was it was it in Menominee? No, it wasn't in Menominee. Come oh, okay. back to me. Yep. No. All right. Fine. Justin, what have you been up to, beer related, man? Oh, it feels like I've been doing a lot of podcasts lately. Uh, kind of. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Just got uh, a podcast like vibe. It's um, been the whole thing, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to the more important people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so Anthony, what do you got going on? <laughs> uh, meat. No, uh, meat, yeah. Meat so uh, uh, Mike, Mike and Mike, uh, tell us a little bit about Pitchfork, just uh, for listeners who might not know. Uh, yeah, so Pitchfork's been around for eight and a half years. Um, uh, the the idea when um, we started the brewery was kind of your uh, local pre-prohibition style brewery that you know we're brewing with as much local stuff as as we can. You know, well water. You know that we're pulling from. Uh, all of our hops are done uh, whole cone local. Um, that kind of thing, and then you know, local maple syrup, honey, you know, that kind of thing incorporated into it. And then, you know, my father, we're gonna taste some pumpkin ale today, so my father grew all the pumpkins for that. Oh, and wow. so 
that kind of thing. And that's the handsome gentleman there on the label. Yeah. Well, I, I guess we're talking about that. Why don't we? Why don't we pour some? Uh, is there a can going around, or uh, um, Brian, you want to open one? I, I poured all of it in my <laughs> glass, and then Mike took some. Okay. Well, I would like some, please. <laughs> oh, shh. Fine. Okay, we can get there. Um, yeah. All right. So yeah, I guess uh, tell me about this uh, pumpkin ale. Uh, yeah, so uh, 45 uh, small pie pumpkins um, that I burnt out of saws all cutting up. In a 10-barrel uh, <laughs> batch. That yeah. would be the slightly electric aroma that you do smell. Oh, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. It's shocking. It's, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, if you're in the brewery at any time throughout that, uh, Curiously Tan Matt makes pumpkin seeds out of these every year, so oh, they were available on the bar. They for, were quite quite incredible, by the way. Yeah, he, yes. it's a whole thing. It's a uh, whole. Every like, day he brings in a little container, and yeah. it's, it's and, and the process wonderful. is way awesome. longer than you would think. He yeah, he, ra- he rations them. Like, yes, he does. Yeah, yeah, all about yeah, yeah, yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> pre prohibition is, is yep. the, the, you know too but, much uh, of a good thing. But yeah, so it's uh you know the malt profiles. Uh, there's some um, there's a little bit of Munich in it, a uh, little bit of pale, um, that kind of thing. The pie, there are the pumpkins. Uh, and then, you know, to finish it, only six tablespoons of spice for 320 gallons. Oh, wow, so, that's, dude, because wow. it's it's right on the money. It's like not too much. You can right. you get it on the aroma and in the flavor, which, right, but which it's is not kind of tough I've, to do from sometimes. I look at try to complement the pumpkin, not make it. No, over the top. Yeah, not yeah. over the top. So Perfect. it's a, you know, it's, it's easier good drinking. That's yeah. such a small amount of spice. Like, dude, yeah, right? It's crazy, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and that, I found less is more for mm-hmm. for this because I mean, if you're going through all the work of dealing with the pumpkins, you know, yeah. you should be able to at least. Pick you want to share the spice blender? Oh, it's just cinnamon, nutmeg, and clove. Okay, cool. So, so it's your like your your traditional like pumpkin spices. Like. Yeah, and I started doing this as a home brewer when I would I would grow my own you know grow my own pumpkins and you know did them and I tried them with all kinds of different things you know jack o' lanterns end up being you know too acidic. That kind of thing. So hmm. I went to, uh, you know, got it definitely down to a pie pumpkin that was sweeter. So actually, I had 11 years of growing pumpkins and, you know, messing with this recipe is basically what you've got in the glass of before I decided that, yeah, this is the way I like it. Oh, wow. So awesome. when we released it, I had a gentleman that comes in who's a uh, frequent visitor and uh, he was. Um, wondering why we did the pumpkin ale now in February. So the answer was Mike's dad grew the pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he grew the pumpkins, they came out late, yeah. and then I already had all of the, you know, you got to keep your staples going and that kind of thing. So I yeah. had some trouble fitting it into the, you know, so I just, we, you know, baked them off, chunked it up, and then I froze it. Okay. Until okay. we had the first opportunity to. Get it into the you know tank. So yeah, I think it's nice to it have goes. it off season, though. Frankly. Well, yeah, I mean, I, like you don't expect like the Spanish. I mean, the pumpkin ale in uh, in <laughs> the spring. Jeez, like. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, you know, we might we might take a little bit of it and mess around with it to do you know uh, like we did with uh, vanilla rose that was out. Kind of do something that with that to kind okay. of do an infusion with it. Yeah, so. vanilla rose is your. Yearly bourbon barrel age. Yeah. 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 And four roses. Four roses. Yeah. Yep. Hence, four roses. Hence the name of it. Local honey. 
went over really well. Ooh. Came out really good this year. Yeah, this uh, year's was really good. I really enjoyed it. So, so yes, um, I I brought my so, girl my girlfriend there, and she was like, "I'm gonna try this vanilla rose," and I was like, "Well, I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's a Russian Imperial style that." Yeah. You know, and deceiving name, but still very tasty beer. Yeah. So, Mike, uh, when when you were doing this beer at the old facility, much uh-huh. smaller system, you were roasting all the pumpkins at home yet, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Is doing it in a commercial kitchen a little nicer? Uh, you... I still did them at home. Oh, you did? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, the halved pumpkins didn't fit very well into the pizza oven, and that would have made a mess. And I'd, I've done them in the I've done them in the smoker before. You know, tried that one time, but then there was a little bit of smoke characteristic to okay. it. So, so, so then I mean, along okay. with explaining curiously tan Matt, we would have had to explain what's the pumpkin taste in the pizza. Right. <laughs> so well, yeah, what's right. the uh, so how long how long did it take you to do that many pumpkins? Like that's insane. Uh, it was a full full on day starting in the morning. I mean with, with a slight little it. slight little pause to go get the new salsa. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think for next year, if you guys really want to speed it up, just put it in the tanning bed with Matt. Right. Oh, yeah. Could, for, yeah. Mm, interesting good, flavor. Good photo. <laughs> good that, photo of him and his cocoa butter. And <laughs> is that shea butter the on there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where'd all the seeds oh, go? Uh, well, <laughs> so uh, I guess talk, talking about the new facility, uh, you were doing um, your, your, your old system was a direct fire. Yeah. Three barrel system, five barrel, five barrel system. Yep, five barrel. But we did a lot of three and a half barrel stuff because okay. it was. So we had, we actually had, oh, eleven or twelve fermenters at that, including Frankenstein, which was a. <laughs> Frankenstein yeah. was multiple parts to work. Ooh, yes, yeah. that was a a old pie recirculation uh, stainless steel vessel that I turned into a fermenter. Nice. Um, yeah, it was. It served its purpose for the amount of time that we had it. <laughs> Is it did but, you uh, un, like? Did you like ceremoniously retire it or anything? Uh, or it's still it? sitting in my shed. I'm thinking I was going to make a cold smoker out of it now, but uh, <laughs> but it's a big one. Yeah, <laughs> you could get a whole body in there. Yeah, you could get a lot of stuff in there. I, I fit in there because I've been in there a lot of times. I got pictures. I got pictures. Yeah, on the calendar this year. Yeah, so, uh, and then we, you know, then from there, uh, moved to the ABE system, basically the same kind of system that you guys have. Yeah. Um, a little different design on it, but yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much the same, yeah. same stuff. Good system, solid. Uh, what, did you, did you run into, like, any recipe issues, or you use a lot of whole cone, yes. and, like, those are usually designed for pellets? Before we had everything kind of figured out with the whole cone, we had to use some, uh, pellets we had to, to use some out. pellets to start out. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and between that and figuring out all the valves and all that kind of thing and some other small mishaps, I learned how to take apart my chiller and clean that out. So, geez, you can come down and help us then because we yeah, I don't think it's we've pretty done sweet. That. <laughs> it's actually it's not that bad. It's not, it really I isn't. So. As long as you remember which gaskets. You know. Well, it wasn't even that. The if you've got the same chiller, it just spreads out spreads like an out, accordion. Like oh, that's perfect. the, the yeah. top bars, and they spread apart, and you can. There's enough room to that's get cool. in there. I, just, I recommend a chair with a back. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, and and some gloves because those fins are yeah, sharp. Sharp. Maybe sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah. Can you can you uh, guide us? through the what uh, you had to kind of uh, figure out or accomplish uh, to get whole cones working for your system? Uh, minnow bucket. Yeah, okay. basically, yeah. Seriously? Uh, yeah. So I was th- <laughs> one, one day I was thinking, oh, how are we going to do this? And I came and I had, when I was a young man living on a lake in northern Wisconsin, we had a metal minnow bucket. Yeah. That's- so it was an insert. Yep. 
basically is what the cones sit in. Oh, that, yeah, genius. And you yeah, just, and then we've got like a French press that, you know, French so we... French press plunger that holds the cone you down. You press them down at the top of the liquid level so they move around a little wow. bit and then pop them out and do that. And then yeah. we got to... We figured out that after the first time I used it and I manhandled the IPA uh, hop bill out Lifting of there. the basket out with his bare hands. Yeah. Jesus. And, uh, whatever, whatever the temp was. And, and these T-Rex arms oh. aren't long enough to actually get the very bottom, yeah, bottom out of it. So I had to kind of shimmy yeah. it up to pick oh it up. and. God. Yeah, but so it was one of those cool. things. So we mounted a, mounted a hoist to do that now. So yeah. curiously, okay. Tan Matt will have the gloves on. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he does like wearing uh, long long gloves. Yeah. 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 A lot of procedural work. Yeah. <laughs> he goes deep and hard. And I yeah. and I think that after like a couple of the batches, you figured out you know we need to pull it up a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, once yeah. you get going yeah. on it, you kind of. Tweak it around. Tweak it you around. Know, so he's got, he's got it down to a system now. It's pretty, yeah. Nice. It's pretty like we don't even think about it anymore. But it's it, like, you know. it, it is really nice. I mean, you know, it, I've always liked using whole clones for the, you know, a little softer profile on the hops and that kind of thing. But, you know, also uh, just the, you know, the hot break at the bottom and all that kind of stuff with the Whirlpool is just, it's, you know, a lot less, a lot cleaner you know, when it pulls out. So I'd be able to take all of that stuff out. I mean, not only that, we figured out ways, because we're on a septic, you know, of filtering, you know, everything at every place. So it's nice to be able to pull out those cones. Our there. waste, filter I, the waste. Yeah, so. and then I use an old uh, uh, hop back um, that we put a liner in. So when the hop break, you know, from the Whirlpool all comes out into the you know that's filtered and all grabbed and stuff like that so we have very little impact to our oh wow yeah we yeah. still have you know after we still have no no yeah. ponding no Nothing. issues God, be tough on a septic though well you know the septic is designed i did, did a little building in my day and the this one is actually three three bedroom houses the drain field holy crap so and in between there they've got it we've got an extra tank so basically, you're going to run off into the the initial tank where the product goes, and then once that gray water drains off, it goes into another tank. We have a filter in between, and they do the steps in the in the brewery to do a little extra filtering. Yeah, there okay. isn't really much. no impact wow. whatsoever. Okay. No real wow. solids. I mean, I, I send the yeast down there, but that doesn't. No, you know, that's that, not going to really impact it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, anything, so if anything, our help, inspections but. have been everything looks great. No yeah. need to pump. No need to do anything. Dude, isn't it great to have like that brew side? They're like, well, cleaner than the cleanest restaurant. Carry on. Yeah. Like you oh, know, yeah. usually they're just like, okay, cool, bye. Like, no, they were they, they freaked out a little bit. I think they they, <laughs> or they weren't quite sure what, what well, how are you going to do this with the septic? So uh, yeah. once we. You know, explain what the process is and told them how we do it. It okay. was pretty, pretty cool. I had the same thing when we first started. The, I was going back and forth, and this was, you know, back and forth with them. Like, this is what I'm going to do to, you know, even at the other place, I was conserving water with a ridiculous way of chilling the beer, recycling the water. Yeah. I took, I froze the, froze all my water, had two bins, and recirculated the chilling water in there, and I dropped five gallon buckets of ice in there the entire time <laughs> Which with was two part plated of the heat exchangers. So you never really were wasting. Yeah, it. there was yeah, never no. any yeah. new water or old yeah. water that went in. And I took it and re. Then I had all of this in place, and and to find out that the, 
you know, the wastewater guy and the and Brian at the county were just trying to use us as leverage to get them to update their yeah, septic the, system. Okay. The, the guy who built that building did it put in the right septic. Oh no. Yeah. So so when I so when I put Patty Ryan's in there, I basically blew up the world. So I was like, oh oh. Jeez. I'm I'm surprised that there is septic up there versus sewer yeah you gotta oh, waste it's too far out of the yeah it's it's at the, the at the at the um the movie theater but i don't think it's any farther than that okay. so it'd be across the freeway they'd have to come across. yeah well yeah, hudson kind of has has had issues with oh, yeah. you know keeping up with the yeah. you know with, the boom. with that part yeah. of it yeah. so it's yeah that you know i used to work in that industry me. a little bit and uh that system that uh plant that they have in hudson was i think they've Done two remodels on it now recently. Just yeah, finished one with the road work. They quiet. Yeah. They quietly did an update. Yeah, so yeah. they've had yeah. to do it a few times because of the you know to try to volume, handle the, just the volume. Handle the volume. Wow. Well, I, I know that there was a certain point in time where they were turning business away because they were concerned about the water. So. Interesting. Wow. Anyway, yeah, now that we've brought everybody down. Right. right. <laughs> wow. let's, talk, let's talk more about beer. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. So you, yeah. uh, uh, we, we talked a little bit on the Hop and Barrel uh, Happy Hour about your guys' uh, double IPA. Um, talk about that just a little bit. Like we, We've been talking about hops and hazies a bunch on the show, and it's always very exciting to have a just a good, clean I'll start it off by just, Mike could take over, but Brian came up one day and stopped in, and I said, what, what kind of beer can I get you? He goes, I got to have the double IPA. You got him to make one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted, I wanted yeah. to explore that, because I know he's like, whatever, about IPA. Yeah. It's like stick to your own bobber, right? He does. Well, he knows yeah. how to do these things, and then yeah. I'm always trying to push a little bit, and then I'll pull back a little bit, and then push a little yeah. bit, but it's all good. That's part of the process, right? You, you yeah. guys know that. You, you're always trying something Well, it different. took you eight years to get him to do it. No. <laughs> I have not been there for eight years. Uh, fair yeah. enough. Well, however many years it took you that long. No, I, you know, yeah, it's a, you know, um, there's a little bit of sugar in it to, you know, keep the, you know, keep the, uh, the body down a bit, but really yeah. not much that you can pick up in the nose or notice, you know, um, Little little bit of pellets to, you know, do the initial bittering in it, which I was burning up some pellets, so it's a good way to do it. Right. Um, and then, yeah, the 074, um, 074 and Cascade staggered throughout it, and then okay. um, same thing dry hopped at the back end of it with the 074 and Cascade. Wow. Awesome. Talk about the malt bill? Um, it, yeah, it was all pale malt pretty much. Mm. Okay. Where do you guys source your malts from? Um, now it's BSG. Uh, had some issues with proximity and shipping, and there were seven shipments in a row where I had either lots of broken bags or we had one that went to Illinois. Yeah, one went. One went. I think to they Illinois. missed. Where's our yeah. grain? Yeah. It went by. I saw it. It's heading <laughs> to Illinois. <laughs> one pallet. One pallet was local. Yep, that's right. And that then, was all my specialty grains. And then <laughs> all my fermentables went to Illinois. Uh, yeah, another yeah. brewery, and then there they was were another brewery that was looking stuff. for their grain, yeah. and they, they oh, looking, man. you know, calling us up. Where's your grain? And it's uh, like I don't and, know. And then we don't. Uh, I get everything pre-milled. I don't mill, um, and so uh, they they way overmilled the batch that stuck like mad. Oh no! You know? And oh, so. Man. 
Yeah, hence hence the Munich thing. Dark. Yeah, that was the <laughs> Munich Dark. I was able to squeeze seven barrels out of the ten oh out goodness. of it, and it took me about two and a half hours with the mash paddle to get what I got out of there. He was so trying to the build. The struggle up. was real. Yeah, it was real. I remember coming back and going, "Oh, we're not happy." Yeah. So. Nope. I have a look about me when things aren't going right. <laughs> An aura of evil. Or I, get a phone, or I get a phone call that says, I don't think it's going to be on social media, but... <laughs> <laughs> there was an incident. Yes. <laughs> but, but we're, we're referring to a bus driver. Bus driver. Yeah, that know. showed up with... You guys like it when they show up at five minutes to close? Oh. oh, and they've no. been on a bus tour all day drinking. And they walked off the bus and threw all their litter in the ditch nope. and the then ditch. brought in a whole bunch of Coors Lights cans and then smashed them on the floor. That wasn't when someone pooped dumped. in the parking lot. No, well, that's, that's a, a whole other story. That's a different. <laughs> <laughs> we still haven't brewed that beer. <laughs> oh, man. The mysterious parking lot pooper. Yeah, well, we had another one recently. Uh, uh, yeah. it's the, the parking lot story is basically we weren't open, I was in the kitchen. And uh, a, a van pulls up, and they parked on the far side. We just got the first layer of blacktop yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, So I look out the window, and I go, what's going on over there? I'm then I canning. see the door open, and then I see two legs spread wide on the other side of the van. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. This is not happening. Yeah. So... <laughs> He, he, Mike was sta- Mike was standing. Uh, I was at the canner. At the canner, and I go, Mike, I think someone's dropping a doogie in the parking lot. And I'm like, sure Aww. as heck, he runs out with a. Did you have a broom or a shovel? A snow shovel. Snow shovel. <laughs> what? That's that's what you chose. We call. That's wait, all I had. We, we call that. <laughs> we call that being prepared. Yeah. And he walked across the parking lot. Not and, very fast. And there was a young lady with a problem, and she was removing the problem from her oh, body. Oh, yeah. Boy. So he's like, Sundress. "What the hell's going on?" And she like they leap into the van. The door slides. You know, like we're watching Streets of San Francisco. The door. <laughs> and like, away they went. I'm like, you just passed two gas stations, stations. Yeah. And, you're, and, and there's yes. dudes working in the road over there yeah. looking you know so oh, wow late, standing in front of the car and I'm like all I have is this snow shovel, shovel. <laughs> yeah. and you're not even uh, in the sand yeah. <laughs> so uh, later that day my wife came in and anybody that knows my wife she's very dry sense of humor not a very tall gal but uh, she comes in and we tell her the story and we're all like we couldn't believe it laughing obviously and she looks very calmly at me and says sounds like a beer opportunity like, what are you talking she about? knows. She goes, black top drop. Yeah. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> Finding beer names is a pain in the ass. She knows. Yeah. Right. So, anyway. So, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy things uh, like that happen. We, did we, we, we we spun off a little again. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Did, yeah. did we talk about, so, okay, you guys are a smokehouse brew pub. This yeah. is what it says yeah. on your, yeah. your yeah. website, beer appetizers, yeah. pizza sandwiches. Yeah. So, you, you, you're a small batch brewery located in Hudson, it also yeah. says. So t- talk to us about the pizza and, and the food. Like, what? how did that happen? So Mike and his good friend, Tony, Mr. Pepperoni, Tony Pepperoni, uh, they built a smoker a while back at the, for the old brewery that yep. they used at the old brewery. And uh, so that became an idea for doing the pizza. Well, I don't even know. If, did we have pizza when we started out with the idea? Uh, no, I, I don't think, think so. I think it was I think, just like sandwiches. I don't know where the pizza idea came from. Um, I think I heard a story somewhere about 
some guys doing pizza where it was like a par bake thing and they just basically were warming it up someplace in the cities and they were flipping pizzas and it was they're going to do a second one because it worked so well so i presented the idea to him and we did a little test and then he went to the test kitchen and uh that went off and running so you know He's been worked in the kitchen. Where'd you work? How many places? Uh, quite a few. Yeah. Estebans. Yeah, a lot of Mexican restaurants, stuff like that. But Bungalow. I mean, smoking uh, meat's been a hobby of mine, yeah. too, for, for a while. So it's... So I had a little a little restaurant called Patty Ryan's Irish Pub, and I thought, you know, I don't like to do things that are like, we got enough pizza places. Right. Let's do something that's totally different. Let's figure it, figure it out. So we just basically did an experiment, and it worked. So uh, the meats are smoked twice a week. Put them on the pizzas. Nothing is going to be what you expect when you walk in to order pizza. We have a lot of people that come in want pepperoni. pepperoni. Well, yeah. Uh, so like the 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 pizzas are. <laughs> you were describing this on the other show that like the pizzas are sandwiches basically. Basically pizza. Yeah, so we've a lot of them. Cubano, Philly, Philly jalapeno popper pizza. pizza. Where, where else? What we else? got a, well the pitchfork pizza is basically a uh, pulled 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 sandwich, right? Yeah, sure. On a, on a pizza. So yeah. it's pickled onions, pickled, you know, we make our own pickles. Uh, we have a smoked Gouda sauce we put on there, a little cheese, goes on a bun. But we do it on a pizza. The pickled so, onions make that pizza. Yeah. The pickled onions are so, so good. So do, yeah. you, do you do like a uh, like a margarita pizza? Do you do yeah, like yep. a pepperoni pizza? Yeah, we, we've uh, done a margarita pizza, which is on the menu. Yep. Yeah. Uh, more traditional. Veggie. We have, right? Okay. We have a veggie, roasted veggie pizza. Okay. Uh, we do uh, uh an, a smoked Italian sausage supreme pizza, so it's basically a, be a normal pizza except we threw the sausage in the smoke. Right, and it's a smoked, you know, it's about eight foot at least yeah, smoked sl- Italian mild mild Italian sausage ring. And we throw it in there and smoke it and do that. Yeah, um, we've done a bratwurst pizza. We've done. Uh, try that one, uh, dude. Yeah, you got You got to be up on their Facebook. Yeah, yeah in I, there every Friday, I, like I, getting yeah, a new pizza. Yeah, like we, we we even did a spam pizza. Saw that yeah, one. I wasn't I brave that. enough to try that. Oh, it went, it, it went over really well. It did. It, it did went really, really well. Yeah, it's the, the yeah. Yeah. poor Hawaiian, a poor Hawaiian, which when was I, spam and pineapple. I had people uh, come up and like, so what are you using? We're like, it's spam. spam. Thus, the poor Hawaiian part. <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> like, I never would have ordered it if I realized it was spam. But it was you know, so but damn it was good. Really good yeah, you so, know, yeah. kind of thing. Cool. So, so right. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we the menu. So we just basically once we. Did the first one, which was like I think was the first one. You kept saying, "Let's do a smoked Philly or a, a Philly pizza." I think once we did that one, it was like the light bulb went off. And went, "Oh, what sandwiches would work on a right, pizza?" Right, so, right. Yeah. So awesome. that's what we, what we decided to do. And uh, using the smoked meats makes that totally different all the way through. Be different flavor, different profile all the way through. Yeah, and so. it's different rubs on all the you yeah. know all the meats and yeah. stuff like that, and spatchcock the chickens so it's you know they stay real moist and yep. you know that kind of thing. So it's and, and and the sauces we all I got in the habit of making sauces when we were at uh, when I was at Patty Ryan. So we do that. Uh, the two sauces that uh, come with the uh, German pretzel we do that's a carryover from Patty's. Um, the mustard sauce that goes on top of the uh, Philly pizza—that's a carryover. Yeah, blueberry chipotle on the on the jalapeno popper—that's that's good. That's so nice. good. Yeah, if you like a little bit of heat, I mean, it's like, yeah. hey, Dave McNutt put it well as it's uh, just above a medium hot salsa, or medium yeah. salsa, mm-hmm. you know, okay. on the heat yeah. level of it. But it's you know, so it's, it's pretty it's, tasty for me. 
being on kind of more on the food side because I don't know shit about beer. Um, <laughs> no, I do. Uh, just enough to be dangerous. But uh, that for me is exciting because I come in on a every other week we try to rotate. So we'll bounce an idea off of Mike or I'll bounce an idea off of Matt. Or, and then Paul and I will get together. Okay, how are we going to do this? How is it going to work? And then we'll do a little test and adjust and do those kind of things. Similar to what I did when I was at Patty Ryan's. Every Monday I'd sit down and we'd come up with a, you know, a totally different idea to put on. I had one of our really good customers one day uh, after being coming to the place for five years, he looked at me and goes, you know, Mike, I've never had anything off the regular menu. He'd come in just for the yeah, specials. Oh, okay. Nice. So, yeah. so that idea sticks in my head, and it's just like we got to keep it. That keeps it yeah. fresh. Well, yeah, and the specials are a lot of fun. Like as, yeah. as like uh, my like I go a bunch, and then my folks they're like every week they're like, hey, like yeah. how about we meet for dinner there? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Twist my arm, why yeah, don't you? Well, like, and I think it's the same idea Mike had when he opened up the brewery. It was like I'm going to do small batch. I want to rotate it. I want to do a bunch of different things. I mean, what's what are your what's your recipe count since you started in in the actual Original picture. It was 180 at the other place. Yeah, so we're like, up before we moved. Different I, recipes of doing different beers. Incredible. Well, as a as a home brewer, before I even started it, I had 350 logged recipes. <laughs> so well, that that came from working at Northern Brewer for oh yeah, you know, that's right, six years. Is, so I could brew on the fourth company. Employee. Yeah, brew Number on the company four. dime and taught the classes and like did all that stuff. But uh. But yeah, they would you know they'd allow me to brew three four times a week. So every time something new came out on the market, you know, and then I quickly moved up to you know a twenty five gallon, twenty five gallon system at home. And so we're gonna make this. We're gonna split these yeasts, you know, and stuff right. like that. And I'd you know we'd bring it in, and we always had a keg of beer in the cooler, and sure. we would just all you know all brew with different things, different ideas. So it was fun, good way to you know good way to really dial in like each ingredient what it does too much of this not enough of that you know kind of thing to kind of get that with 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 all of your like homebrew background and working at northern is there like um i guess like a few pieces of advice we have a lot of like beginning uh brewer listeners that you that you could give people like just starting out like just a few things take notes you know first thing you know be good about your notes even even if I bust out like the early like tasting notes that I did with the stuff, I can still because I tasted them and I wrote it down. I can still, even though I've I know more about what's happening and what that flavor profile was and where it came from, that kind of thing, I still know what those are and where I went wrong on you know certain things. I mean you know always in cliche sanitation you know. Fermentation temperature. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't. Well, yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that too. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's, you know, like, don't get discouraged after the first, you know, you're, you're going to have some, you know, bad batches. And if you're a OCD control freak, flip to full grain as soon as possible, because, you know, you're going to, you'll be happier about it, you know, in the long run, because you just have so much more control. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like that's a really good spot to kind of wrap up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, where, where can people find uh, pitchfork online and, uh, I guess physically? Uh, well, we're at seven, four, five Ryan drive and Hudson. We, uh, are on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and, uh, but not Tinder, not on Tinder yet. <laughs> I think we're going to go right to farmers.com. <laughs> and, uh, we, uh, you know, we, beers, 
pretty much at the brewery locally, but um, we do get distributed out into the state of Wisconsin, so we're pretty much all over outside of our immediate area. Um, and uh, that's about it, you know. Well, thanks for coming down and having this chat with us. Oh, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. All right. Uh, Well, if you guys have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blinderstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blinderstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blinderscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace.